She's Katie. And he's Ben. And we have so many opinions. So, so many opinions. So many. <laughs> For our audience, Ben just took a huge sip of Jagermeister. <laughs> I mean, it's a delicacy. It's like Dr. Pepper and that there are 23 herbs and spices in the master of the hunt. I don't love Jaeger. Tastes a little too much like black licorice. I like black licorice, which is probably why I like it, but I don't like it room temperature. I only like it cold. Yeah. So, or mixed with a Red Bull or a Monster Jaeger bombs. Sure. I can, I can do a Jaeger bomb, but like. Mm -hmm. That needs to be like the uh, nightcap or midnight edition, not the start of the night. Mm. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I can, I can just take the bottle and as long as it's cold and tip it up and drink it. That's a choice. <laughs> Life is about choices, Katie, and, and my choice is to be pro straight Jägermeister. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to any of our listeners who are Jägermeister fans. I'm not. What I'm did you do? Choices. Did you do anything interesting over the weekend, Ben? Did I do anything? Wrote 100 questions about the African diaspora for one of my jobs. Oh, excellent. So, I, I edited and rewrote 200 questions on human rights management. Boom. Hey, Look at know. us being productive. I also, I, I also binged <laughs> the whole Before Sunrise trilogy. I don't even know what that is. What? What? I don't know. I don't know what that is. We might have to do an emergency pod anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you, a trilogy sounds like it's going to be a lot of time. I don't know if I, get, I got that kind of time. It's, it's totally worthwhile. It's, they were excellent. Okay. Okay. And very realistic. All, all my Ethan Hawke fans out there, what up? I like Ethan Hawke, but I think the last thing I really enjoyed him in was Training Day because I'm old. It was like 20 years ago, Ben. It was, and I was super long. Like I said, I I haven't watched a movie in like, I don't know. Uh, the last movie that I went to, in, to the theater and saw, as we continue to ramble before we get to our episode, <laughs> was The Hateful Eight. Okay, so like two or three years ago? Uh, probably closer to four, but yeah. Ugh, wow. Yeah. The last movie I saw in theater, like, right before quarantine, like, really hit was Bloodshot. Oh, that was actually, actually made it to theaters? You went and sure. watched the, the Vin Diesel superhero movie in theaters? <laughs> I did. You know what? I kind of enjoyed it. It was, like, bad, but in an enjoyable way. <laughs> I, mean, I like Vin Diesel, but that's kind of his allure. Bad movies that are good in an enjoyable way. Yeah, a good bad movie. I actually read that comic back anyway, in the day. Back in the day. Did you? Back yeah, in the day. Back in the day. Like wow. back in the like nineteen ninety seven or some shit when that was out. I don't even know. I didn't even really real like well, I just went totally blind. My friend was like, Let's go to this movie and I was like, Fuck it, why not? <laughs> exactly. And That's, then I uh, went in cold, which was really fun. I haven't gone into a movie cold in a long time. Excellent. Should we jump into this episode? No, I mean, that's theoretically what the people are here for. What so the let's... people want. I like this episode. It was an enjoyable episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode nine of season two. 
rich people annoy me. When the real housewives of Beverly Hills gather for a dinner party at Sir, Stassi and Jax witness firsthand that Lisa's high-class friends can be just as spiteful and as vicious as their own. Kristen's obsession over rumors that Tom is hooking up with a pretty new bartender leads to a five-girl shouting match at the end of, oh, excuse me, at the match on the night of Lisa's dinner, aired on December 30th of 2013. Ooh. And I'd have to say, of all the synopses so far, that one seems to be the most spot on. It was actually the most accurate. Wow. Indeed. Way to go, whoever wrote that. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the Vanderpump Rules episode wiki, good job. <laughs> An episode full of very good quotes. A lot of good commentary in this episode. <laughs> it was. It was. Not a whole lot of good scenes, but a lot of really good quotes. <laughs> It made me think that I would enjoy, like, a podcast with, like, Tom and Stassi, like, commenting on the real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, scene one. We are at Sir. And the Katie Stassi, Peter Jacks, and then Tom and Ariana show up. So they're all just sitting at a long table. And, of course, I'm just like, what? Tom and Ariana showing up together? No. Right. Da, da, da. Yeah, but they're all sitting at a table and then basically Lisa comes in and goes look I'm having a party for all my Richie bitch friends and uh, I want you guys to handle it like, please do this as gracefully as possible <laughs> she picked the wrong goddamn crew um, <laughs> although it, it turned out it didn't really matter but when, when she was doing that I was like mm, Lisa you're, you're choosing an interesting crew I mean, I guess Saucy proved herself to be capable in the last episode. That's true. She was given a chance to, to be here and be like the lead dog of, of this particular expedition. Um, Tom comments about Jax being comfortable around him despite spreading all the rumors. Says Jax is one of these people that talks a lot of shit and then apologizes and he thinks that makes him a good person. We all know those people, I guess. We do. There's a lot of those kinds of people out there. <laughs> My favorite part of this was Ariana was super excited to be added to the team for this. And she's like, Lisa's put together such a really good team. And Jax. And Jax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like, early contender for quote of the night. Little did I realize that that was going to be blown out of the water. It's true. I was like, oh, Ariana, I've missed you the past two episodes. Glad to have you back. <laughs> yeah, I was very happy to have you back, too. <laughs> uh, uh, Scene two. Also at Sir, Stassi is talking to Katie and talking about how she's officially joined the A-team, which my parenthetical note is, when were you ever not in the fucking A-team? Right, right. But now she's been, like, tapped to, like, when you think about it, there's a logic to this group, right? You can't have Kristen there because she'll freak out about Tom and Ariana. Mm -hmm. Stassi and Jack's already kind of, I guess, in some ways sorted out their shit. So, like, whatever. Well, if you if you if you want to have a dinner party for your TV friends using your TV staff and want it to go as smoothly as possible, you, she made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right, she can't have Kristen, but and not necessarily because of the Tom and Ariana thing, because Lisa pretends to be oblivious to that through most of this episode. But 
because Kristen is unfucking reliable. She has mm-hmm. been like super spacey lately, so you you don't really want to get involved in that. Sheena, you can't have because Brandy's going to be there, and honestly, nobody else. As much as I like Christina, you're not going to have her on this. So, and you sure as hell aren't going to have Danny. No, they just don't leap off the screen the way anyone else does. Right. Um, Tom confronts Jax about Jax spreading so much shit. And it's it's really interesting. And uh, there's actually use of music that I appreciated here. Because basically the scene goes back between Tom and Jax talking and Stassi and Katie talking. Yeah, some good cutscene work here. And Jax is just like on deny, 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 deny. Yeah. But one thing I noticed about that is like whenever they didn't play any music under Stassi and Katie, but under mm. Tom and Jax, they played like this little like they kind of made like a clown show kind of thing. Well, I mean, Jax is a clown, so. He super is a clown show. Yeah. <laughs> Because Tom's like, hey, where's all this coming from? Oh, Stussy and Katie are out to get me, so they made all it up. I didn't say any of this stuff. Where's this Ariana stuff coming from? <laughs> and Katie and Stussy are just, like, conferring. Like, Jax told us the same thing, right? Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. And meanwhile, another, another thing that makes this scene as enjoyable as it is is there's this poor customer who's standing there, like, while Tom and Jax are discussing this, and and Tom was doing his job and ma- making a drink, and she's just kind of like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, that was awesome. I was like, yeah. ah. <sighs> Some good in- in- uh, insets here, Tom. Jack's just playing both sides. And then what is going to be the subplot for this episode starts. Kristen shows up, mm. and she's like, ah, I just... I just found something and I'm all upset. And they're like, what's up? While Tom was asleep, I looked at his phone. Again. He, again. Well, I mean, you know, that, that was going to happen. <laughs> and I found where he called Ariana, but she didn't answer. But then a few minutes later, he called her back and they talked for 13 minutes. So I took oh a screenshot at 4.30 in the morning. Which I will admit, 4.30 is kind of weird. But again, they're fucking bartenders. Right. Right. They're bartenders. I didn't realize it was 4.30 in the morning, so I heard 4.30, but I wasn't sure if it was like 4.30 in the afternoon. Or That's a fair point. I assumed it was in the morning. It could have been in the afternoon. Either way, they're bartenders. Right. Like, Kristen, you need to like... You need to fucking relax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And, you know, you can tell that Katie and Stassi are getting fed up with her. A little bit, but they're still kind of egging her on, too. Yeah. Well, Stassi's still egging her on. Katie's a little like, what do you hope to accomplish here? (laughs) Right. What I love, here's the plan. Kristen, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to demand his phone, and then I'm going to see if he has deleted those calls so that I can't see them. She's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's super weird. You just fucking found him. Uh, If he was going to delete them, he would have deleted them before then. It's just so bizarre. I do love Katie kind of calling her out. So what are you going to do if they, they are deleted? And then Kristen's like, I don't know. <laughs> and, 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 and up till that point, Stassi had been all in there because she's like, oh, yeah, because if he deleted him, that means that he's lying about it. He's trying to hide something. Right. 
But the minute that Kristen's like, I don't know what I'm going to do, Saucy's all like, uh, then why even bother doing this? <laughs> <laughs> right, if you're not going to fucking do anything about it, then why are you wasting my time? I need some good drama here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, and then the next, right, like we get another little small scene where Katie goes to confront Jax, mm-hmm. Jax and Tom. We did get a little inset before that, though, where Katie was like, this relationship is a total shit show. You know, oh, if yeah. you have to check his phone every couple of days, then it's broken Rian repair. That's like, true. It's like Katie is actually being the voice of reason here. She put Tequila Katie to bed for an episode. Yeah, 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 for, for an episode. Uh, scene three, we're still at Sarah, and this is where, um, as Katie said, Katie goes to confront Jax. And Jax is still in full denial mode. I never said anything. And Katie's just like, what the, f-? like, it, it is, like, almost pointless to argue with Jax. Like, yeah. Not going to. We keep cutting the, <laughs> he is an idiot. We keep cutting the Shishu and Ariana who are watching it and laughing at the, the shit show. <laughs> we get some good lines here, too. Because, um, you know, Jax has said something. Katie's like, well, last summer we all believed you. And Jax is like, you're making me look like an asshole a lot. Or no, Katie's like, you're denying this is making me look like an asshole. And Jax is like, well, you look like an asshole a lot. <laughs> God damn it, Jax. I, I, I thought this was like an un- a good unintentional metal line from Sheena, where she was like, I feel like I'm watching a soap opera. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> we get a Tom and Sarah's like, you know, if you would quit fucking around, people wouldn't be mad at you all the time, Jax. Yeah. Yes. So at this point, Tom is like just fed up with all this bullshit. So he goes outside and he's sitting there watching some uh, video. And he says what it is, but I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kristen rolls up and he's like, she's, oh, hey, babe. <laughs> and she's she's like, actually, she, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, she's actually a little sneakier in this moment than I thought she was going to come, come in here. Was she sneaky or was Tom just being like, there's this cute video that I think my girlfriend would like. Let me show it to her. Well, right. And then she's like, yeah, no, no, no. Cause she actually, he's like, oh, I'm watching this video. And she goes, oh, like, can I, can I see it? Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. 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 So I was like, okay, more subtle than I thought you had in you, Kristen. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> so she like pretends to watch it for like 15 fucking seconds. <laughs> and then she's like, why did you call Ariana? And he's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> not the best answer in the world, but probably the most honest one. Right. He's probably just like, I don't, and he's just like, I'm not sure what I did wrong here. So what? I called Ariana. Like, <laughs> My favorite part here is like, she's kind of griping at him. Well, why would you call her? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, is there alcohol in that drink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, yeah, of course there's fucking alcohol in this yeah, drink. Like, obviously there's alcohol in this drink. I assure you, dear listeners, that there's alcohol in this. <laughs> She's kind of slurring her words a little bit at this point, too. She's, like, getting fucked up at work. Like, constantly. Like, I think she spends most of the episode fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they have this big fight, and they're just yelling at each other. Because um, she's like, I don't know what the fuck I did wrong. She's like, why would you call her? Blah, 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 blah. He's like, be you my girlfriend. Talk to her for 13 minutes. No, well, she, it, it's funny because it, and this is how you can tell it's a real fight. 
goes, why did you talk to her for 15 minutes? He's like, I didn't talk to her. I talked to her for 13 minutes. It's like, okay, fine, 13 minutes. Why would you talk to her for 13 minutes? <laughs> oh. oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of this shit. Let's see. Yes. Scene four. Shishu and Shay in the studio, question mark? And yeah. I say question mark. Because it looks like a studio like I had back in the day when I was in a band. And we had all our recording equipment in our motherfucking living room or kitchen, depending on how we had it set up at the time. Because they walk into this room and there's like a dude at a computer, which granted these, I mean, that's what I used to produce this show. So no shade there. There's guitars hanging up on the wall and everything, but there's also a fucking, you know, couch and bed. And it's super weird. It's like they walked into this dude's bedroom and he's holding this meeting there. It was very weird. And then Sheena starts, poor Kesha gets a lot of name drops. He does. Well, it was 2013, so it makes sense. It does make sense. And Kesha, I mean, that's something that's maybe aged not super well since we know that Kesha's time as early Kesha was very um, trauma-ridden. Yeah. By the way, free Kesha, free Britney Spears. Yes. Yes. And hey, you know what? Kesha revealed in her, well, whatever album Rainbow is on, I think it's just called Rainbow, that she can't actually sing. Hey, way to go, Kesha. I know she, I mean, there were a couple of her like early stuff where you could tell she sang. She just used auto tunes and slurred her shit, which was kind of annoying, but whatever. You do what you got to do. Blame Dr. Luke. Fuck that guy. Anyway. Yeah. Blame. Screw you, Dr. Luke. Piece of shit. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Sorry for that. (laughs) Sheena raps. It's terrible. Oh, God. Sheena. And then she starts singing Good as Gold. We'll we'll hear this song a lot throughout the run of Vanderpump Rules. Probably. But we did hear a little snippet here. And I have to say that whoever that producer dude was. And they probably put his name up on a Chiron. I just didn't bother. Um, when he wetted her vocals to the music bed, it didn't mm-hmm. sound terrible. And I'm sure that there was some auto-tune on it. They didn't play an long enough clip for me to be able to really tell. But it wasn't as terrible as the pure, uncut Sheena vocal was. <laughs> oh, she shoo. She tries, though. She tries. She does. Well, and she says, you know, work is so chaotic, and I try not to get all wrapped up in the drama, which is a lie. But this is kind of my escape, my music, because I don't want to work at Sarah forever. Well, it's like fucking seven years later, and I'm pretty sure you're still working there, or at least for Vanderpump Rules, maybe not the rest. <laughs> I don't know. Sheena just made a big move to San Diego. I was like, what? Did she? Sheena? How are you going to be on the show when you're so far away? I mean, they can have camera crews there. It'll probably be an all-Zoom season anyway with the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Anyways. Then we get one of the little throwaway scenes, scene five. Lisa comes in and talks to Arturo, the head cook for Sir, about what the special menu, is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which it really doesn't fucking matter in the end. <laughs> that's clearly. about to say. Spoiler <laughs> alert, but it, who the fuck cares? Not all those rich bitches. Um, it's, it's funny because she's like, the, my staff needs to be on point tonight. And it's like, mm, do you know your staff? To be fair, I think they actually did a good job. I do too. Um, 
So maybe they're more competent than what the producers have shown thus far in the show, or maybe, maybe because there was such a huge fight that it would be almost <laughs> impossible to fuck it up as long as the kitchen <laughs> didn't fuck up the special orders. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yes. Scene six, Stassi's apartment. Mm-hmm. Her and Kate are sitting there waiting for Kristen to show up, and they've got their special Kristen wine glass ready. And we find out that Katie, besides from being a tequila-fueled monster, also does tarot readings. <laughs> yep, sure does. And have you ever had a tarot reading? Yes, I have. Nice. What did you think? I mean, they're fun. Like, what I will say, though, is there's a reason that you have a stranger do a tarot reading and not one of your good friends. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, because I feel like Katie basically just used the tarot cards as a veil of just saying exactly what she thought of uh, Hey, man, I ain't mad at Katie for that. It's stuff that Kristen needed to fucking hear. It is true. It is stuff that Kristen needed to hear. So, have you had a tarot card reading? Yes. Actually, I own like five tarot card decks. I just haven't opened any of them. I've never done a tarot card reading. I, if you want to hear about my experiences with the supernatural, at some point around October, you can listen to my Dangerously Eclectic podcast where we're talking about ghost stories and supernatural stuff that has happened to us that we can't quite explain, which may be nothing more than mass hallucination. Anyway, I uh, fuck with the occult. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, you know, born and raised Catholic, so, you know... You also fuck with the occult. Exactly. religion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too, it's it's just, like, so part, like, it's so ingrained in the, like, I remember the first time, I don't know, I told people who were, I guess, I don't know where they grew up, but I told them about playing, like, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and they were just like, what? They were just like, what the fuck is this, light like, devilry shit? And I was like, what do you mean? You didn't did play you, this? Did you actually do it? Because the yeah. only time that I've seen it has been, like, in a fucking craft movie from, like, 1993 or some bullshit. I mean, who knows if we actually did it. It's a lot of, like, mental trickery. I mean, but... it's, it's pretty fucking easy to tell, Katie, whether you've lifted your friend off the ground with your fingers or not. Well, that's not what I mean. Yes, I feel like we have lifted friends okay. off the ground. But when you're, like, you know, when you have a large group of girls and you're just like lifting <laughs> someone who's probably like 50 pounds it's sure like sure not that. <laughs> it might just be the way that the way to distribute across the people or it could be something else i get it yeah it's hard to know but you know but, if you need a guest person on your pod i've got some experiences oh cool yeah we'll definitely do actually we should probably just do a special episode of this one that way people don't have to listen to my other shit why not? They should listen to both. Well, they can, but because there are two other people on that one, and so they talk about their Ben nicely telling me that there's not enough room on the other pod. No, this is me nicely telling you that that one's already recorded. Oh, wow. You're way far ahead. Yeah. Well, it's only going to come out in October because I've made the decision as the executive producer that that's when it's going to come out. Okay. Because I don't okay. want to edit it before then. Oh, we're looking behind the curtain. Yeah, totally. I mean... I like it. You know, you got to, what is his name? The Amazing Randy something. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But yes, light as feather, stiff as a board. Or like, there was another like mind trick thing where you like, you. you... <laughs> uh, hold on. I don't want to interrupt your story, but I want to set the scene for those of you listening at home. <laughs> because when Katie said that expression, she took her two fingers 
on each side, touched your temples, and came out and gave an excellent visual. It was amazing. <laughs> Audience, this is what you're missing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so you would like, it, you would tell the same version of, of a similar kind of story where like someone's walking along the road and they get like hit by a truck, right? And then right. someone pulls them off the side of the road and they open you up and you put sand. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. It's like a, it's like a fucked up like mental exercise. You're basically just trying to get into your friend's <laughs> head where you're just like. Where you, you run over random homeless people and fill them with sand. What no, no, kind of no. serial killer are you, Katie? Oh, you do it on your friends. And so like, it's like to get them <laughs> to see. <laughs> I don't think that makes it better. But anyway, continue. <laughs> you kind of, it's basically like the power of storytelling and suggestion. Like, can you make your friends feel like they've got sand in their limbs? Uh, like, okay. That's what it's all about. <laughs> no, we never did anything like that. We used to do this thing where, and we're going really deep now. Um, <laughs> deep cut. Of deep the cut. <laughs> we used to do this thing where we would go and we would take, we would be bent over at the waist and we'd take three to five really deep breaths and stand up and cross our arms across our chest and then have somebody, and you would hold your breath on the last one. Mm -hmm. And then you would have somebody push on your arms because it would push all the air out of your lungs. Oh. And it would make you black the fuck out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and it was just to see what, you know, there was supposed to be like some occult mystical thing to it. And we, we did it one time. And uh, I just remember that when they did it to me, like my buddy did it to me. And then like, of course I black out. And then like, he slaps me a couple of times and I come to and he's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck. You just got this evil look on your face and your hands came up. <laughs> you were going to choke me. And I was like, what the right. fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> mm, I mean, we were young and dumb. <laughs> yeah. We should do a sub pod about, about yeah, no, this totally. That can be our next bonus. That can be our um, Halloween bonus episode. All right, great. Listeners, cool. if you're interested. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to this. So we kind of start off with the tarot reading thing. And they're, she's doing a weird layout and all this other shit. She is I mean, doing she, a weird layout. At first, I thought she was going to do the standard cross layout. But no, that's not what she's doing. It seemed like there were actually two readings that happened that they cut Probably. together. Yeah. Because the, the thing about it is she starts off. It's like, okay, I'm going to have you ask a question and, and shuffle the deck, blah, 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 focus on this. But she took a card off the top first. Yeah. And I've never seen that done before. And any, any people I know who do tarot, I've never seen do that. And none, none of the um, different patterns that I've seen people do tarot, I've, I've never seen that. So, listeners, if you know what the fuck that was, let us know. Yeah, please. Please let us know. Also, just kind of a side note, what did you think of uh, Kristen's, like, rope top? I didn't even notice. Was it a rope top? Oh, well, I guess mm -hmm. it, it did look kind of like an afghan or a doily or something. But yeah. it was like, it was like an afghan that was like, I don't, I don't know. It was just, it was interesting. It was fine. Whatever. I, I mean, know. if it was interesting, you sound like you had more to say about it. It's just like, I'm, I get down, I'm not against afghan tops, but it's like, it was also just like, I don't know. I didn't like that one. I don't think she has the figure for it, honestly. What's the figure for an Afghan top? I don't know, but I just don't think she had it. Oh, fair enough. 
I mean, I don't think it has to be any certain figure. There's just certain. It's 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 odd because all the girls have very similar body types. I mean, that's not entirely true, but they're all thin. And yeah. I just yeah. think that Kristen is too thin for some of the stuff she wears. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Katie gives her a rather savage reading. She does, which I love. But before we get to that, Saucy just throws a grenade into all this shit. And they don't give us a... a I wish... This is one of the times that I wish the producers had actually given us a flashback. Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember. I remember her and Sheena having the conversation. Yeah. I don't remember Sheena saying what she said. I don't so, remember that either. So what Stasi says is when she asked Sheena about it, Sheena goes, Well, I don't know what happened three and a half years ago between them and Vegas, but they haven't done anything then. Which of course Stasi's gonna interpret as they fucked in Vegas, but they haven't done anything since. Correct. And it is possible that they had this conversation off camera. It is possible. And it's possible that they had the conversation and she said something and she's like, well, I don't know what happened in Vegas, but I can tell you that they didn't do anything because right. a- until later on in the episode, we don't even know that Ariana and, and him went to Vegas or were in Vegas at the same time, or at least right. I didn't. And maybe I just wasn't paying that close of attention. I don't know. Oh no, I don't think it was mentioned before this episode. What I also love before we get to the tarot reading is they're talking and they're like, either Jax is lying or he's telling the truth. Well, yes, those are the two options. <laughs> and Stassi's like, next week when we go to Cabo or next month, I don't know. Whenever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going, I, I know what I'll do. I'm, I'm just going to get up close to him and make him trust me. And I'm going to seduce him and get the truth out of him. Seduce and manipulate him. Yeah. And Kristen goes, you're such a good friend. And I was like, <laughs> no, Kristen, she's just fucking horny. And she just wants some of that easy Jackson. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but you know, it's some good recon work. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, would that, you seduce? That, would you seduce someone for your friends, Ben? Come on. I mean, I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny that I've ever done that. <laughs> See, maybe you and Stassi have more in common than you thought. Um, there are things in here that Stassi said that reminded me of me. So yes, that was not <laughs> one of them, but. Because I don't think I've ever said to one of my friends, I will seduce her, and then we will know the truth about the situation. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we get another little subset scene before we go back to the tarot reading. Jax and Tom bringing the flowers to Sir. Um, and we get another Ariana Savage takedown of Jax. <laughs> Which is pretty good. It's really good. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I guess I should be mad at Jax, but it's like, it's hard to take him seriously. <laughs> he is such a joke. It's hard to take him seriously. That's like, oh, damn, Ariana. Uh, yes. You're not wrong, but that is that is savage as fuck. It is savage as fuck, and I just, I love her. I do too. She's so great. <laughs> um, back to the tarot reading. I didn't write down all the stuff, but you're right. Katie is just using this to be like, that your relationship is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of deconstruct it. It's like, you used to be happy. You're not happy anymore. Right. You think you're happy. You could be. Right. And, oh, it's the Eight of Cups. And that just means that you're going to go through some strife and tears in the future. And then my note for that is, Katie, I predict pain. 
<laughs> well, she did pull the Eight of Cups, but she also pulled some knives. They didn't... Oh, they didn't, yeah, it was, it was actually the Eight of Swords, not the Eight of Cups, yeah. Yeah, well, so there's the Ten of Cups, the Eight of Cups, mm -hmm. which was behind her, and then Look the Swords you. is in front of her. Having memorized the uh, tarot cards, it sounds like you might do some reading yourself. Miss uh, Katie? Well, I just need a deck. I should get a deck. Uh, I've got like five. I could I could hook you up. All right. <laughs> um... Uh, what a uh, Stassi after hearing this you can tell Stassi well she's from New Orleans so yeah obviously she's into this shit yeah obviously she's into this shit yes I mean I, I'm from the south too and we have a lot of hoodoo bullshit which is why you should listen to the Halloween episode um anyway she stores she pours wine out of her glass into Kristen's glass to, to help her make it do this and Kristen just starts crying and she's like ah. <laughs> right. are you yeah, I don't know which, whether it was Katie or Stassi, but they're like, you just need to be a strong woman and be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Stassi's like, <laughs> Stassi basically, she's like, well, like, they're like, well, what are you going to do if you find out that something happened with Ariana? And she's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And Stassi's like, I will lose all respect for you if you don't break up with him. Yeah, I know. It's like, Kristen's like, I don't even know if I could leave Tom, even if it was true. And Kristen's like, I will. And then we go to an inset, and it's even better. <laughs> Stassi in the inset goes, Kristen could catch Tom with his penis in another girl's vagina. And when she should say, oh, you know, we're still under the same mobile plan, so we can't break up. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems accurate. <laughs> right, right. You know, back in the day, there was this girl whose name I won't mention, but she was <laughs> married to this guy who was cheating on her. And we all knew it, and we would tell her about it. She would always say, not my dude's name. Mm. And so it became a running joke that she could come home and find him fucking another girl and go, that's not my dude's name. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> that is somebody who has invaded his body and took it over. My dude's <laughs> name wouldn't do that. Oh, no. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, people will surprise you, I suppose. Yeah. You know, but again here... And, and Stassi, the, the scene kind of ends with Stassi basically going, hey, you know, if you don't trust him, then and he cheated on you. You can't ever trust him again, so he should just break up. Yeah. And then Kristen gets kind of hurt by that and leaves. But, well, I mean, it's a little black and white from Stassi. It, it's like... It's also Stassi not practicing what she preaches. No. Well, I mean, she's not technically with Jax, I guess. <laughs> Not now, but she, like for a good six months or whatever, the year and a half or whatever the fuck it was that he chased her and they hooked up and, and all these other things and we're going out to dinner. So yes, you can just go out to dinner as friends. You can go out to dinner as fuck buddies. But there were moments that we've, at least in the way that the show's been edited and it's been portrayed, that it seemed like they were basically back together at everything but name. Sure, sure. But... You know, she's on the other side of it now. She's like, get the fuck out of this relationship. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. Oh, God. Yes. Scene uh, 9 Back at Sir. <laughs> and Lisa has shown up. And she's actually, this is the most I've seen Lisa fret about anything on this entire run. She's pretty, you know, it's, to give some context after seeing it from the Beverly Hills side, she is trying to broker a peace between Brandy and Joyce 
which she did an incredibly bad job. And I don't know who any of these people are, but she did an incredibly bad job if that was brokering peace. I'm not sure it was her fault entirely. To I be don't honest. think it was either because they just started getting really catty, but we're not there yet. We're not quite there yet. So yes, Lisa is quite nervous. She wants everything to go perfect. She looks great. Oh, well, she always looks great. It's true. Actually, earlier in the episode, when she first set this up, I really liked her outfit because of the, the subtle color match that she did. So she was basically wearing an all-black power suit with a lot of cleavage, but she was wearing a pink bra with a pink furry um, purse strap that matched. Mm. And I thought that was a delicious look. It's a very classic Lisa look. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually prefer this look, the like, I'm, you know what, I, I'm old and mature, but I, I can be sexy. Well, yeah, this is, this is not, I'm going to show all my young whippersnappers at work that I still got it, that, or that work for me that I still got it. This is, I'm sitting with my peers yeah. and, you know. Yeah. I um, can be classy and sexy at the same time. I mean, to be fair, all these super rich bitches that were at this thing, and I use bitches to mean both the dudes and the the girls there just yeah. to be clear um, <laughs> yeah. actually most of the dudes were bitchier than the women but anyway it's true off here. Um, all of them looked pretty good I mean the staff continually makes things uh, well you, their faces aren't moving because there was a lot of plastic surgery Botox around that table let's be honest <laughs> but they all looked good and they were all dressed really good which is cool it's, it's pretty easy to do when you have a, a, an essentially unlimited budget and probably actually do have consultants who help you pick out your outfits at least yeah. when you buy them of course of course so yeah that's that's what it is and i am not a clothes horse by any means so anyway well so lisa is like stuffy I need you to keep everything running smoothly. <laughs> yes. I want you, for the first time in your life, to play Peacemaker. <laughs> to be on, on my best behavior, not your but, best behavior. Oh, that was so great, because Stassi actually does say, I'll be on my best behavior. And Lisa's like, no, no, your best behavior is kind of bullshit. I want you to be on my best behavior. <laughs> uh, that was so great. That was good. That was and really then it's good. like, Hey, Peter, I need you to keep Kristen the fuck away from this. <laughs> Which Peter does not a really good job on. He does as best as he can. Give me yeah. all But I have actually started my notes because I love this. Kristen rolls up at work, and the first thing she does is she goes to the bar and gets a drink. Speaking of which, hold on a second. <laughs> a sip. Delicious. Nectar of the German gods. Anyway. <laughs> So Peter comes up to her and is like, hey, you know, there's this big party over there in the garden room. we got a lot of people working. I need you to kind of handle stuff over here. And Kristen says, like, oh, I feel like helping everybody out today. And Peter's eyes get so big and he's like, oh, my fucking God. And I just love <laughs> Peter's like, this crazy fucking bitch. And this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's like also Kristen it's just you know poor Peter it's got to be tough managing your trying to manage your friends because like who would talk to their manager this way in any other circumstance I mean to be fair it does kind of make a difference the fact that they fucked so I'm not sure that he fucked Kristen it oh, was okay is that the one that he hasn't dated okay yeah well, anyway that that does change things a little bit 
but true. I mean, he's been working with her for five years. Yeah. They they yeah. hang out outside of work. Yeah. She probably considers him more her friend than her boss. True. Which can be somewhat difficult having been in similar situations. Yeah. I, I will add, though, I have been at work when I've had some really bad shit happen. I've had breakups happen at work. I've had, you know, I was at work when I got the call that my mom was dying. All this bullshit. So I understand being at work when your life is falling apart. But holy fuck, Kristen, pull your shit together. Yeah, pull your shit together, girl. Like Either put on your adult panties and handle this or go the fuck home. Right. Call in sick if you really can't fucking handle it. Jesus. Yeah. So anyway, she's like, I need a minute. And she she walks off with her, like, Peter three fingers. Good, yes, yes, her three fingers. She has a good line about, like, it's like adult babysitting. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down, too. <sighs> scene 10 brandy arrives oh. ariana is talking to tom, tom and shishu she's like i need you two to be my eyes and ears and tom's like lol i can't defend you <laughs> right because that's it she's like and i need you to stand up for me if something happens and tom's like i can't do that <laughs> and then jack's being his dickish self but it was actually kind of funny jumps in and goes oh, oh you two are flirting way too much back there <laughs> It was actually good. It was. It's it was. like one time you were like, okay, Jax, that's not bad. Jax actually really stood out. I can actually see, even if Jax is a terrible bartender, which I have been led to believe that he is through that, the, the run of this TV show, his banter with people yeah. in this, the customers in this episode was so fucking good. It was good. You know, I have said in the past that he is kind of a sociopath and but those tend to make really good servers and he he really showed that as far as the customer service aspect as long as he is engaged it's really really good yeah it's true i mean he's got to have something otherwise other than his devilish good looks yes because let me tell you they don't last forever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean i mean he did pull it back together I will say recently, okay. but it, it, it does kind of take a dip and then go back up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Jax. No. So that they go that and here, I, I really can, I don't really break this down into scenes because we're really kind of bouncing back and forth. But this, yeah. It's all happening um, contemporaneously. I know that's not really a word. I don't think, or if it is, I said it fucking wrong. But anyway, I'm going to blame it on the Jager Munch. Um, so, anyway, so these uh, scenes are happening the same night, roughly the same time, or at least in the this same few hours. Peter is trying to handle shit, short-staffed, because they've got so many people handling Lisa's party that the rest, the other half of the restaurant, the actual restaurant, not the garden, is slammed. And so Peter's like, hey who's handling table nine or whatever table it was. And they're like, uh, nobody. And she's like, where the fuck is Kristen? Kristen is out in the fucking alley smoking cigarettes and getting drunk and crying. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Kristen. Get, pull your life together. Jesus. So Peter goes out there and it's so classic. This is probably the most managerial we've seen Peter so far. Because Peter asked the question, what's going on? She's like, I just, I just had such a bad day and everything going on and all these rumors, blah, 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 blah. He's like, uh-huh. Well, I need you to do your job. <laughs> uh, 
to be fair, he does try to comfort her at first. He gives a, her a like, little bit. It's a very minor comfort. It's it's manager <laughs> comfort, not friend comfort. Sure, sure. Well, hey, he's in work mode. Someone's got to be. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to be. Peter, the professional. Uh, uh, you know, he's not when you know he's a professional when he's not. You know. Yeah. Got so, champagne bottles as his dick. Anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah, when he's not being unprofessional in somebody else's establishment. <laughs> so he's like, okay, well, it's like, you know, he sees that she's not going to just snap to, and he's like, I'll, I'll try and handle it as best I can. So what does he do? Of course, he goes to Lisa. Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lisa, quote, is basically, I don't give a shit. <laughs> she's just like, keep her the <laughs> fuck away from this room. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Randy uh, starts flirting with Jax. Which, you know. I mean, why not? Yeah. What's funny is, and this is going to be a little bit out of order, because she flirts with him quite a bit, and she's like, oh, this drink is really good. And he's like, hey, did you hear that, Ken? And Ken just seems super fucking annoyed by that. <laughs> Of course he is. He doesn't have time for Jax's bullshit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck off, Jax. (laughs) He's like beneath Ken's notice. Come on. (laughs) And we have Katie and Stassi going around taking their orders, and they're all like ordering shit that's not on the menu, or just like, you want 16 special things with your order. Like, I would like to order this chicken salad, but without any chicken, add goat and no tomatoes, (laughs) but no arugula, and put some Peppa on it, and it's just like, holy fuck. <laughs> and Stassi's like, these rich bitches. Uh, <laughs> oh, another... she's like, kill me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill me some rich bitches and steal their handbags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Stassi's on fire this episode. It is. And, and I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are, because I do good to watch this show. I don't watch The Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm going to have to rely on Katie's expertise here. But, like, the Austrian dude goes to Jax. So, do a ton. The AC down? And he's like, I, I would if I knew where it was. <laughs> and then, then Brandy goes, hey, Jax, can you button your shirt up a little more? And he's like, no, nah, sorry, I can't do that. There are no more buttons. That's a physical impossibility. No, 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 that was Yolanda, of course. Oh, okay. Brandy is not going to ask Jax to... Okay, well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> it was just up. some rich person there. Some rich person there. Well, uh, that was a good impression. That was a good Austrian accent. Yeah. <laughs> See, Austrians and me are good friends, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is completely out of context in the episode, but I just thought it was funny when this fight kicks off and Brandy's like, we have a lot of mutual friends, like two. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, "Uh, okay. And the fight is on, and it's like, you basically said I was a black person because I didn't swim, and you're racist and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, people I don't even know, you guys are getting into some deep shit. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and Jax has a great quote here because he's like, I don't even know what's going on. Right now, it's like a table of rich, drunk people from all over the world yelling at each other. <laughs> and a, drunk, I, I'm, <laughs> a drunk United Nations. Yeah. And I was like, Jax, I have never agreed more with anything you have ever said. <laughs> even Jax gives some good quotes this episode. He's he like, does. okay, Jax. 
uh, and so they're just arguing and going on, and everybody's just sit, kind of standing around shell-shocked, and Lisa's like, don't just stand around like we're teaching you something. Get out of here. Go get some food, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Katie and Stassi are just, like, at the corner, like, listening. <laughs> like, yeah. Stassi's like, I'm taking some notes from Brandy. <laughs> right? Um, and I love Tom's quote, too. You wouldn't know these people were mad by looking at them because their faces don't move. But the <laughs> yelling is too. a pretty good <laughs> indicator. <laughs> Uh, 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 and then Stasi, of course, has to get one in there too. It's like, ah, this is why I don't date rich people, uh, or this is why I date poor people because rich people piss me off. It's like, oh, okay, Stasi. Sure. <laughs> Indeed, and I mean, it was it was like some some super like rich people yelling at each other and making accusations. That is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Where do you live? I live on Earth. Oh, I'm glad I do not have to live on the Earth that you live in. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Scene 11. The back parking lot that serves as a break room. She oh, shoot. do we? Yes, I was going to say, are we getting Sheena just thrilled about the drama going down? Yeah, well, that was a little, yeah, she is sort of about the drama going down, and, and she's disingenuous because she's like, Lisa's having this big party, and I know that I can't be a server at it because Brandy's there just because I dated her husband a few years ago, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sheena, you need to, like, back up off that a little bit because you're lucky that Brandy hasn't pressured Lisa to fucking fire your ass. It's true. And yeah, Lisa really has gone to bat for you here, Sheena. And yeah, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. But so anyway, Jax is like just touring around to all his work buddies to tell them how fucked up everything is and all the chaos that's going on. So he runs out there and tells Sheena, it's like, it, you know, it's Drug United Nations, blah, 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 blah. And then um, Stassi has a great, another great quote. I'm afraid someone's going to get stabbed with a diamond. <laughs> yeah, I did love that too. <laughs> uh scene 12 more chaos um jacks continues going around so now he's over on like the other side of the restaurant talking to peter and Kristen. um and he's he's like saying that I, what was the name of that one girl oh you mean joyce yeah i guess oh yeah he's her. like he's like oh uh is that <laughs> yes yeah, latoya jackson and they're all like what so sometimes Lisa brings Latoya Jackson in here. So I just thought it was Latoya Jackson. I was like, she doesn't look anything like Latoya Jackson. What the fuck is wrong with you? God damn. No wonder he and Brandy are getting along. Jesus. Yeah, for real. So Jax lets slip that Tom and Ariana are working together as the bartenders over there with him. And Chris. How accidental do you think this slip is? I'm actually going to stand up for Jax a little bit here. Because I don't think he, because who would tell Jax this? Because then he would have done this intentionally. Sure. But I just don't think they they told Jax that they were keeping it from Kristen, that mm. Tom and Ariana were working with him over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair enough. I could be wrong on that. I mean, I don't Jax, know. Jax is a shitbird, so I wouldn't put it past him to have just been like casually dropped this on Kristen. Peter's like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> We weren't He's telling like, her. You son of a bitch. That crazy ass lady I was trying to keep under control and you just fucked that up. And this is like one moment. So Kristen like rushes to like go confront them. And this mm-hmm. is one moment where Stassi and Katie actually do the right thing and they hold her back. Yeah, no, totally. They were actually friends in this moment in a way that yes. I don't necessarily feel that they have been friends at other times. 
And Sasha's like, I feel like I've been a, ba- a bouncer. Um, because, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I, actually, the chaotic, evil part of me that is close to my heart that wants to see the train wreck almost wishes that Kristen had gone out there and started this huge fight in the middle of this other huge fight. But alas, it was not to be. I mean, I feel like that's like too much chaos. It's just too much. It's too much, even for this show. Lisa's head would have exploded. I don't. <laughs> she might have killed Kristen in that moment. <laughs> Lisa might still be in jail. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm glad it didn't happen for that. Stassi and, and Katie are actually good friends and keep Kristen from going into the guarding and making a complete ass out of herself and probably getting fired and or murdered by Lisa. Yeah, yeah. They do pull Tom, and it's funny, because they open the door and Tom sees Kristen and he's like, hey, babe, what's going on? She's like, <laughs> the, she's like don't hate babe me. <laughs> uh, indeed. I'm like, don't say anything, just get out here and go out back. Lisa, of course, notices this. Because Lisa doesn't miss a trick. She does not. Mm-mm. So they go out back, and they're just yelling at each other. Because it's like, Sheena told me that you, or Sheena told Stasi that you fucked Ariana in Vegas. And he's like, I didn't fuck Ariana in Vegas. And I don't know what Sheena said and everything. And, and it's they not just... strictly true. Like, Sheena actually never said that. True. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, details, whatever. <laughs> Kristen, Kristen been... knows it, too. She's just bluffing. Yeah, for real. And they just yell at each other and everything. Uh... <laughs> You're like, God, when will someone end this relationship? For real. For real. She's like, I'm done. I'm done. Just go back inside and work. Yeah, you're at work, so just go back inside at work. And I was like, that's either rather random for me, Kristen, because you usually don't care that he's at work. And also, you're the one who brought him out here. Uh, yeah, I mean, technically it was Stassi and Katie, but they did it to keep her from committing career suicide, such as it is. <sighs> well, and poor Tom just seems like really like a broken. He just like, he just takes it. Well, I mean, you know, to to be, yes, he does just take it. He is incredibly henpecked, and he's like, you know, I'm just going to choose to be patient here. And you can tell that despite the fact that he has cheated on Kristen, as we find out later, multiple times, which I, up until this point, I just thought it was the once, he, he either really does love her or he is just comfortable in the relationship and doesn't want to see it in. And I'm yeah. not sure which it is. It could be a little bit of both, honestly. Probably. I mean, they've I been know. together a long time. I mean, if you consider five years long, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I mean, I know people who have been together for like 30 and 40 years who are older than them. 30 man, and, fo- well, are these people 80? No. 30 and 40 years. So I know pe- I'm, I, I, I come from a small southern town in the hills of Kentucky, <laughs> I guess near where the Ohio River lay. And there are several people I know who started dating in high school and are still dating each other several years later. <laughs> well, that sounds like crazy talk. 
<laughs> right. Uh, totally. I mean, you know, so um, they're, they're, they're a little older than me, obviously, but I mean, I do people my age, I do know some people my age who have been with their significant other for like 20 fucking years. That's so five years in that context. Wild. It's not a lot. And I can't I say that that's my case, but you know, I understand. Oh, I like Sheena in this moment where she comes out and Tom's like, like, what did you, what, did, what the fuck did you say? Sheena? She's like, uh, nothing. Why? What's up? <laughs> And I love her reaction when she was like, yeah, I said if anything did happen, I didn't know about it or did it. Right. Yeah. No, I love that because she comes out there and Kristen is totally not wanting to hear anything she, she has to say. But she's like, hey, as far as I know, nothing happened. Did it, Tom? And Tom's like, no. It's like, okay, then. <laughs> I thought that was great. I was like, way to go, Sheena. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. So Elisa's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And And like, so Stassi, like comes out and kind of whispers in her ear. She's like, oh, I've got something I've got to take care of. And, and she gets up and walks away from the fight in the garden room to go to the fight outside. Imagine, and, uh, imagine the fight being so bad that you're like, you know what, what seems better right now is like trying to talk Kristen down. I mean, those are your employees and they're <laughs> going to affect your business in a way that your friends bitching at each other is not. I know, I know. But um, I love the inset here. Hey, Kristen, why don't you have a meltdown? Everyone else is. <laughs> oh, my God damn, Lisa. That's so great. Oh, Lisa. Way to go. Right? Yep. She's like, this is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. <laughs> it is all bullshit. So then we have scene 13, Shishu and Ariana. And Shishu goes oh, in oh, and... Oh, hold on a second. We got to talk about... Oh, well. Hold on. Let's we gotta we gotta break down lisa is like actually trying to reason with kristen and is like more sympathetic to kristen than we have ever seen we can't pass over that i mean kristen says she's more sympathetic than that lisa's more sympathetic to her than she's ever been i don't know that i necessarily agreed oh please offer your well i mean i didn't write down a timestamp or anything but the fact that you know she didn't fire her for bucking up to her at the party. No, 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 absolutely. I agree with you there. It's just, this is the softest we've ever seen Lisa towards Kristen. Oh, right. Well, I mean, and, and they both play that off because you get like Lisa's, you know, when I looked into her eyes, I saw that there was actual hurt there. And then you have like, Kristen goes, Lisa always busts my balls, but this time she was actually talking to me like I was a woman and not just an employee. Like, oh, okay, whatever. I I'm, I'm telling you, as someone who has watched this show, a lot of this show for a few years now, I'm telling you, this is the nicest I've ever seen Lisa be to Kristen. Okay. I, I will not argue the point, but. Are you drinking <laughs> Jaeger out of a blender bottle? No, no, I'm, I'm done with the Jaeger. I have killed the bottle. What are you drinking now? Just water with some um, blueberry flavoring in it. Mmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways. No, that's perfectly all right. What are you drinking? Water. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. got to hydrate, Ben. <laughs> Hydration is your friend. Give me hot Minnesota nights. Yes, it is really hot this evening. It's going to be like 90 this week. Yeah, no, also, it's some bullshit. Sub-conversation sub, sub that might be too boring for you, so you might have to cut from the... Do you ever do this thing where you're like away from your apartment for a long time and then you like 
spend way too much fucking money when you go to the grocery store. Sure. I was, I came back and I was like, I have nothing in my apartment. And then I just like blew (laughs) through my grocery store budget, just tanked it. (laughs) You did. Although I will question your priorities because you didn't get enough mixers. Hey, I thought I had enough mixers, okay? <laughs> right. Actually, I, I need to make a grocery store order because I've only got a steak to cook for breakfast in the morning. I'm out of steak after that, so I need to order some more. You eat, well, you eat steak for breakfast on the regular? Um, I won't say on the regular, but like uh, the reg? once or twice a week, maybe. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. No. I mean, you know. It only takes like five minutes to cook. So. Good point. All right. Anyways, back to our regular schedule. Back to your regular schedule program. Birthday, I have so many opinions to make. So, yeah, um, Lisa is trying to be comforting here. And, and as I've said in the past, Lisa is mothers these employees a lot. But And she does work on that on Kristen because she's like, hey, you know, they've been working. She's like, hey, I'm not going to uh, change my fucking business where these people have been working together for two and a half years just because you're upset about it. And B, I haven't noticed anything about it. And C, you're not married. You don't have kids. If he didn't want to be with you and he wanted to be with Ariana, why wouldn't he just fucking be with Ariana? They're all excellent points. They are. No, super great. Um, and she's like, I guess he must be happy with me. And then she's like, well, you know, if he was, I didn't write it down. And I don't know if you have it in your notes or remember. But Kristen basically concedes the point, well, he must be, you know, happy with me. But then she also kind of digs a little into her, I guess, for just being such a pain in the ass. Like, or he could just be doing Ariana and you don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lisa. Yeah. Well, yeah. she can't, she can't, she can't be too nice to Kristen. No. No, That's no. That's true. No, no. But yes. So yes, our next scene. Scene 13. We basically get all the primary women, excluding Lisa from the episode. Well, it's- Sheena... First, Sheena, like, is giving Ariana the lowdown. She's like, hey, this is what's going on. And Ariana's like, well, we need to nip this shit in the bud. Go, Ariana. Mm, for sure. And so Stassi and Katie, though we don't see her initially from the camera cut, and Kristen are all sitting outside at the table and blah, blah, blah. And then Ariana and Shishu run up, and it's like something out of fucking The Warriors or some bullshit. Oh my God, Kristen just lays into Sheena right away, and she—this is man, Sheena is like really on fire in this scene. I, I have to say, as much as Sheena will kind of kowtow and demure to Stasi, she don't give a fuck about Kristen and Katie. No, she's like, stop telling me to shut the fuck up. She calls yeah. Katie an alcoholic. <laughs> that was so great and not entirely untrue. But... No. <laughs> Uh, so basically, you know, Ernest, like, you want to know what happened in Vegas? Here's what happened in Vegas. Me and Tom went and played poker, and that was fucking it. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and, you know, she has a really good, she's like, your relationship has nothing to do with me. I am not the one ruining your relationship. Right. And Christian goes, well, Tom's cheated on me three times before. To which Arnie goes, well, maybe that's the problem. Right. It's like, damn. I mean, that is the fucking problem. And, and to that point, I will agree with what Stasi said earlier in the episode. If you can't fucking trust him, then don't be in a fucking relationship with him. Right. That's it. I mean, I, I actually kind of feel for Tom because I don't think he's fucking Ariana. But I mean, if he's been unfaithful three times in the last five years, that's not the best fucking sign. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not the great, it's like maybe time to call it, to call it for once, but. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. We get the teaser of them all in, in Cabo and the skinny dipping and shit like that. But yeah. We'll talk about that next week. We will talk about that next week. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, this was a fun episode. I don't know that yeah. I would go so far as to call it a good episode. In that all the dysfunction was fun. And there were so many great quotes in this. Holy fuck. There were a lot of great quotes, but as far yeah. as it like being an engaging from a plot lines episode, I really didn't think it was, but you know, last week I was pretty critical and said it was an okay episode, but I didn't think it was good. I was, I would go so far to say as I enjoyed this one just because of all the mass shade and so many people had such good quotes that it was super funny. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it's like this is, you know, if they're gonna throw in some filler to the season, why why not make it as entertaining as possible? Without a doubt, and it's kind of strange because you say filler, and I do feel that this was filler because of the whole um, crossover with the Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever the fuck it is. Because I, I bet that there was an episode of that that also referenced this party. Oh, yeah. This party takes place in full on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season four. There you go. Fans. Well, it's easy to, to get... into it. It's easy to tell which season it is because Joyce is only on one season. Oh, there you go. She doesn't last very long among these women. Which one was she? She was the, the Puerto Rican one. The one whose husband was the Austrian. Okay. The one who yes, the one Jack who basically was Victoria Jackson. Yeah. So basically, yeah. the one who was like, "You're racist." Yeah. I gotta say, if somebody said that to her, they are fucking racist. So you know, fuck you, whoever said that to her. But I, I thought the I thought the rejoinder was funny because it's like I've got black friends. Because it was basically like, I'm married to a Brazilian and I have Brazilian babies. Uh, that doesn't make you not a racist, lady. She, <laughs> she said, I'm married to a Cuban and I have Cuban babies. Oh, no. Thought, yeah. Brandy's logic is definitely faulty in this, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, but this was an oh, entertaining Brandy. episode. Just because anytime that you're going to have a bunch of people throwing really clever barbs at each other and just fighting. It's going to be entertaining for the chaos of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. Picking best quote of the episode is going to be very difficult. That's, 
it's gonna be stupid hard. <laughs> stupid hard. I'm glad that we have two different ones for that. Me too. Me too. See, we're just brilliant. Uh, well, one of us is, and that would be you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome, darling. All right. So should we get to the categories? Let's do it. All right. Where do you want to start? Mm, well, let's get the hard part out of the way of my stupid quotes first. Okay. Okay. So what was the funniest quote of the episode? I don't know. To me, I feel like uh, it's hard. So, like, I feel like Stassi's quotes were pretty hilarious. They stick Stassi out in my mind. Good quotes. Like the one about like uh, I'm afraid someone's gonna get murdered with a diamond, or like <laughs> I'm gonna murder these bitches and steal their handbag. Although Jax is like, this is like the drunk UN was pretty funny. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, man, I think all of those are so good that any of them could be chosen as the winner, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tough, Ben. That was a nice echo I... effect. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I personally... Well, it's, I don't know. I feel conflicted, but I actually really like the, like, someone's going to get stabbed with a diamond. Yeah, I think that's really good. So we can go with that one. I, I, that's cool, because that's a really good quote. Well, is there one that you think was funnier, Ben? Please, offer it. I mean, in some ways, I like the whole, I want to kill me a bunch of rich bitches and steal their handbags. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is funnier. It is. It's only because of the and steal their handbags part, but you know. <laughs> uh, Stasi living the dream. And I uh, love yeah, the fact that Stasi, somebody whose parents have a combined net wealth of uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to $20 million, is bitching about these rich people, which, granted, all those people there are probably wealthier than her parents, but still. Yes, it's like, okay, Stasi, but. All right, let's go with the handbags. That's the funniest quote. It really is. And I could actually see Stassi doing it, at least the, the way that Stassi portrays herself. Correct, correct. All right, so what's the best quote of the episode? That's hard to... I almost want to give it to Lisa again because I, I love her. What? Have a breakdown, Kristen. Everybody else is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of perfectly encapsulates the episode. That... Or my other nominee, I guess, is also Lisa, which is like, no, 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 not your best, because your best is significantly lower than my best. Be on my best behavior. She's talking to Stassi. Uh, I like that quote. Let's do that one. Let's, do okay. that. Let's give that quote of the episode. You know, I love giving Lisa the prize. Indeed. You're indeed. for it. <laughs> she definitely deserves it a lot. She does. That woman. Brilliant. Um. I'm like, hold on, I'm going to open our document because I'm going to start to lose track of the categories as we add more. Sure. Um, what do you think the cringiest moment of the episode was? I really didn't think that there was anything that was overly cringy in it. No, maybe just like Kristen outside smoking, crying by herself. 
that was pretty pathetic. I didn't really think it was that cringy. It would have sure. to go to Kristen. Kristen gets the award because it would be something. It would be something of her like knowing that there's this super fancy fucking party going on in the garden and she's going to run into it and barge into it for yeah. no fucking reason or, or, or whatever. So yeah, it goes to Kristen for anything. Like going to work and clocking in and fucking drinking three fingers of whatever it was she was oh, drinking. Oh yeah, that's pretty. In the alley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Kristen. I guess, I guess Peter has redeemed himself from the last episode. <laughs> I guess, though it's funny because there was that, like that, that once, because he's not, he is not the thirstiest one, although you can make a case for it. She's like, because at the beginning of the episode, oh, Katie yeah. and Stassi are talking about how they both dated him. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad that I've settled down a little, or that I've gotten older. And Peter, and um, Jax is like, you've been hanging out with me a lot. Have you gotten older? <laughs> that was good. Uh, good episode for Jax. Yeah, Jax, Jax was funny in this episode. We're like, okay, Jax, maybe we understand why people let you be around sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yes. Who was Lisa's favorite boy or girl? Or number one boy or girl? I mean, it's got to be Peter or Stassi. I think it's Stassi. Because she's explicitly goes to Stassi and says, keep that crazy-ass Kristen away from this, which she doesn't do to Peter. It's true. It's true, but she does, you're right, she does kind of, all right, I'm fine giving it to Stassi. Yeah. Oh, Stassi. Who's, uh, who's WeHo's thirstiest server of the episode? There wasn't a whole lot of thirst going, well, I mean, if you if you change the definition around a little bit, I feel like it's it's Kristen because she's just like thirsty to start some fucking drama. That works because I was just gonna go the uh, default to Jax because he's flirting with Brandy so hard. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I forgot about that. But uh, now Kristen's attempt to insert herself at every fucking moment is also good yeah it's thirsty and it's thirsty in in another way yeah it's the attention um the attention (laughs) 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 so i mean i think it's pretty obvious who lands at the bottom of the pack in this episode truly who lands at the bottom of the pack in this episode (laughs) it can only be Kristen. come on or Tom, but yeah, no, I think you're right, Kristen. What's your argument for Tom? Because he's on the receiving end of all the bullshit from Kristen, and he really doesn't defend himself a whole lot. I mean, he does have the thing, like, early in the episode where he's like, be my girlfriend or don't be my girlfriend, but he is also. Yeah. If you get a crew, if the girls can choose Kristen of not being willing to break off the relationship no matter what, you can levy the same thing at Tom. Sure, sure. He's just way less, uh, I guess, in your face about it. He is less annoying. Yeah. It's, you're just like, you know what? I would hang out with Tom. He seems like a good hang. Yeah, I mean, not at all. I mean, Tom seems to be the most sane. Yeah, so. <sighs> all right, Kristen, back at the bottom of the pack. Congratulations. <laughs> yep. Uh, who comes out on top of this episode, do you think? 
That's a rough one. I know. Um, <laughs> no one really wins this episode. I kind of feel oh, like we have, I, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, I do have an answer. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I kind of feel like I have to give it to Jax. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, at the beginning of the episode, everybody's like, yeah, Jax is a piece of shit. He's starting all this stuff and he's avoiding all this responsibility. But then Lisa still invites him to be at the, the super Gucci party that she's throwing. And he, he shows why, despite the fact that he's not a good bartender, you would want him at the Super Gucci party because of his interaction with the guests. And he's flitting around and like spreading his little Jack's chaos amongst everybody and steering shit up. And it That's escapes all responsibility for any of it at the end of the episode where there's the big blow up. You make some really excellent points, and I am pretty convinced that you're right that maybe Jax is the winner of our episode. But I was going to offer that. Ariana maybe also wins the episode because she does the most with the little, the, that's the true. least. No, that's she, every moment she's in the episode, her presence is felt, even though she's barely in it. Yes, and Ariana continues to prove that she is nobody's fool, and is just trying to her encapsulation of the entire Kristen Tom drama with. Yeah. You know, after Kristen goes, well, he cheated on me three times. She goes, well, maybe that's the problem, and not implying that it's not her friendship with Tom. We could give him a co-win. Jax wins, and also Ariana. That seems cheap. <laughs> I'm willing to just give it to Ariana because I, I do think you're right. Because comparative screen time to the amount that Jax has, she is right there with the with like maybe a fifth of the screen time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so all right well i'm never upset to give a win to our champion ariana maddox she is the champion we stand we stand a queen <laughs> yes we do there are multiple queens on the show yes 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 of course are there any other categories i i don't know are we missing any i don't know <laughs> i drank an entire bottle of Adrian Maestrowell recording this, so I'm not the person to, to answer that question. Audience, you can remind us if there's any we've forgotten. So we did who was thirstiest. We did both of the quotes. We did who won. We did who was at the bottom. Cringiest moment. Cringiest moment, thirstiest. I think that's it. I really do. I really do, too. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Indeed, indeed. Share. Yeah. Give us feedback. We might read your feedback on the air. We may not. Thanks for we listening. And de definitely, actually, um, our numbers have improved. I'm really, given that we are still in the middle of a pandemic, granted, some people have started going back to work, but it's not 100%. But we do appreciate all our listenership, no matter where in the world they may be. And thank you for taking the time to listen to us talk about this incredibly trivial show that is so fucking delightful. Yeah. Yeah. We're having fun. And so we hope you are too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, buckle, buckle up. up. <laughs> buckle up, be out, chairs. We will switch you next time.